Welcome to the Career Change Podcast, where you'll discover the frank and practical advice and resources that are already proven to work in the real world when it comes to changing careers or figuring out what business is right for you when you are a smart but likely also stuck, overwhelmed or overthinking person in your mid-30s, your 40s, your mid-50s. I'm your host, Ricky Hansen, a career change advisor, entrepreneur and former corporate HR professional with over 15 years experience of helping thousands of people just like you identify Identify or create careers or businesses that are both meaningful and future-proof. Welcome home. Hey, it's Ricky here. How are you doing? Welcome to episode 14 of the Career Change Podcast. Let's talk about motivation. And more specifically, let's really talk about that start-stop, start-stop loop that most aspiring career changers and aspiring business owners, they end up finding themselves stuck in again and again. They have a stab at their career change, at their business, and they stop, then they start, then they stop, they start, and they stop again. You know what I'm talking about. So in this episode, I'll show you exactly what it takes to get out of that vicious start-stop, start-stop loop once and for all, so you can keep going until you get the results that you want. And here's the deal. Spoiler alert. Motivation actually has very little to do with it. So if you don't want to get to the end of another year and still be stuck in that job or work scenario you so badly want to leave behind, I've got you. This is a really important and highly practical episode. So keep listening. Now, if you haven't listened to episode 13, so the episode just before this, which was all about why you haven't changed careers or started that business yet, I do recommend that you listen to that one afterwards because these ones go really well together. So this is absolutely a standalone episode, but if you really want a double whammy of getting you moving now, make sure you listen back over that one. If you already listened to that episode, get ready to go even deeper. I get a lot of questions about motivation for my newsletter subscribers, for my clients. You know, this whole podcast is very much based around the most frequently asked questions that I get from my newsletter subscribers. So if you're not on my mailing list, make sure you head over to the careerchangepodcast.com and sign up. And then you can also influence the kind of things I talk about on this podcast. But motivation is what a lot of questions are about. And, you know, we really live in this culture that both interestingly enough, both glorifies and dumbs down motivation. So I'm not surprised that people, they feel confused. It's very Instagram driven. It's very externalized, the the approach to motivation that you see a lot. You know, Instagram posts about just going for it and just do it or just wanting it badly enough. Or you see these kind of motivational speakers who get people revved up and generally only for about five minutes and then people flatline, but you get the idea. But those kind of approaches, they might be helpful if you're 21 and you don't have a lot to lose and you find it easy to motivate yourself. But in real life, if you are a 40-year-old person with two kids and a mortgage and you hate the job you're stuck in, you need something slightly more concrete and helpful to keep you going. Would you agree? (laughs) Or if you're someone who would love to start your own business, but you just keep getting distracted and then deflated because you have too many ideas and then you just keep starting and stopping. Again, you need something a lot more solid, a lot more concrete. So what I want to talk about in this episode is how does it really work where I've spent the last 15 years, you know, the trenches of helping people change careers, starting their own business. What is it actually that works when it comes to how to keep going instead of starting and stopping and starting and stopping? So let's talk about what it really takes to stay motivated 
when you're changing careers or when you're starting your own business, and especially how to keep going when you don't feel like it. Or like another newsletter subscriber recently asked me, Ricky, how do you stay motivated when everything sucks? <laughs> Does that sound familiar right now? And where you just wonder what's going to come out of the woodwork next. Now, there's an important distinction that I want to make right up front. And that is that the real issue you should worry about is not really how to get motivated, but rather how to stay motivated and how to keep going until you get the result that you want. That's the first part of breaking this whole start, stop, start, stop thing. And let's be clear right up front, this is an internal personal responsibility issue. And the issue is that a lot of people are trying to outsource it or externalize it. A little bit like trying to find someone to do your push-ups for you. That ain't going to work. You should always, you should never ever want to outsource the main driving force behind what you truly want in life. You need to take the 100% personal responsibility of ownership for making this happen. An Instagram quote is not going to do that for you. And you know this. Now, in episode 13, I talked about how many people, they end up not starting their own business or not changing careers because they keep getting stuck in this loop of starting with their career change or their business and then stopping and starting and stopping. And as a result, they never get any momentum. They never get any results. And then they just end up giving up and not trusting themselves. So let's talk a little bit about what that loop looks like, just so we're absolutely clear. Often what I see happening is is this kind of, you do a one-off, six-hour marathon research day, but then you do nothing for six weeks. And then something happens, and then you have another stab at trying to figure this career change out, and then life happens, and then you get distracted again, and then something happens, and then you get started and stopping and started and stopping. Sounds familiar? It's a classic scenario. Like, let me just take you through a classic scenario of someone I recently came across. You know, you are a lawyer, and you would love a career change, so you decide, okay, I'm going to spend six hours on Saturday, and then you do that you look into the qualifications for what you might need for a career change because as a lawyer you've been taught that training and qualifications are key to making it so you take it for granted that that's likely also going to be the case in that new portfolio career considering so during those six hours you research and get put off because you don't really feel like retraining so you feel deflated and then you do nothing for six weeks instead of scheduling extra time to actually figure out whether you really do need all that retraining and also to get professional advice, right? Either way, I see so many people, they get up against an obstacle and then they start and they stop and they do nothing. And then they get, you know, in this particular case, this lawyer, then six months down the line, she gets passed over for promotion. And then, all right, now I've got to get that career change to stop again. And then on and on it goes, you know, classic example of the clients, they get an idea for business, they have a little bit of a stab, then, you know, something happens in the world or in their life or they let something else distract them and then they stop. And then five months later, ooh, you know, I really hate my job and I'm really unhappy. And then they have another stab, but then, ah, not really sure. Then they get another idea and another idea on and on. Something pops off, life happens, they distract themselves. (laughs) I don't think I need to get any further into your head. If you've been trying to change careers or start a business for a while, you know exactly what loop I'm talking about. If you're having a hypochondriac moment, you're welcome. (laughs) Just take a moment right now and think about how many times have you let your starts, this start, stop, start, stop loop happen to you? But let's get real. 
Here's why that loop is so dangerous. And here's why it becomes a bit more and more debilitating the longer you stay in it, the more times you start and stop. Every time you go from start to stop, when you then want to start again, you feel like you're back at square one. And the more times you have a start and give up or get distracted, the more you start doubting yourself even more than you did before. You start trusting yourself less. And the less you trust yourself, the less confidence you have, the more like an imposter you're going to feel, right? You literally will feel the opposite of motivated. Have you been there? Maybe you're there right now, right? You start, you stop, you start, you stop, cry wolf, you get the point. Let's get you out of there, my friend, because it's quite a painful scenario to be in and it doesn't have to be like that. What I want to talk to you about now are the two concrete tools that are absolutely going to change how you approach how you approach your career change, how you approach that business so you can keep going. Because if you are asking me, Ricky, how do I stay motivated? What you're really asking me is, Ricky, how do I make myself do things even when I don't feel like it? You know that Thursday night when you're really tired because you worked extra hours again? How do you keep doing those things you know you need to do? in order to make your career change a reality. That's what I want to talk about. Because let's face it, you're up against human nature. We are hardwired to avoid pain, to seek pleasure, and ideally just keep the status quo. But we both know that your dreams are over on the other side of that comfort zone. So how do you push through in a sustainable manner? Especially when you're likely also holding down a full-time job or you have a very busy life. Let's talk about what I can tell you, as a matter of fact, actually works. And it's not fluffy motivation. You know I like saying, let's go from vague to concrete. So motivation is often this fluffy, vague things, right? A little bit like I say, these kind of motivational speakers, they fluff you up for five minutes a weekend, and then you come back and you're all deflated again. Let's talk about what you can use on a day-to-day, weekly, and monthly basis here. Two things. Number one is consistency, the most important one. And number two are habits that you insert into your life to create more of what you want and less of what you don't want. So let's take them step by step. Number one is consistency. And really all consistency means in when it comes to career change, when it comes to starting that business, it means that you do something again and again and again and again, that you persist with an endeavor, that you keep going for long enough until you get the results that you want. Hmm, does that sound like the opposite of the start-stop-start-stop cycle? Yeah, that's because it is. It is literally the only antidote to the start-stop-start-stop loop. So the first thing you want to change is that it's not just enough to do a marathon session or a few stabs once in a while. Instead, what you want to look at is what you can consistently do week after week, month after month, until you get the result that you want. So you stay warmed up the whole time. A little bit like a fitness analogy, right? If you only go to the gym, everyone's in a blue moon, or you don't do your ballet class, everyone's in a blue moon, it's going to be blooming bloody hard work, and it's going to feel like you're starting from scratch. Let's keep the fitness up. Consistency is the most important thing. And really, the currency for change is time. The material we got to work with in order for you to make that transition is time. So we want to start by identifying and taking consistent chunks out of your schedule 
create pockets of time outside of work and non-negotiable commitments that you can consistently stack on top of each other until they make your career change or your business inevitable because that's how the compound effect of change works. You do something again and again and again and again and that blows up and gets you the result that you want. And if you're like many aspiring career changers, entrepreneurs, you likely already have several things in your life that you are already being very, very consistent with and that are taking up space, but that could be used so much better. And none of, not all of them are worth it, right? So you might be very consistent right now when it comes to self-sabotage and buffering tendencies like doom scrolling, social media, online shopping, weekends, away, whatever it is that you consistently do to fill those pockets of time with that you could otherwise have dedicated your transition to instead, right? So consistency and finding that time is not really the issue. You know how to be consistent. You have pockets of time. It's more a matter of what you consciously choose to fill those pockets of time with consistently until you get the result that you want. And this is where tool number two comes in, habits. Habits are key to making your career transition a reality because it's a very concrete tool that you could insert directly into your likely already busy life, week after week, month and a month, with a clear agenda. You can use habits both to get rid of what you no longer want, but also to figure out what you want to do instead and then to start creating it. And this is key to talk about because I've never met anyone who wanted to change careers or starting the right business for whom they already had a life that was so easily set up that of course it was easy to just slide in their career change as well, right? Right now your life is likely not set up to prioritize your career change and that is what we need to change And that is why the start-stop loop happens, because a lot of people just hope somehow to get around to that career change or that business, but they don't change anything on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. That is what is so brilliant about habits, or you can call them routines, rituals, whatever the name is that you want. But, you know, when it's a Tuesday night or a Thursday night or a Saturday morning, or whenever you choose to insert those habits at specific times and match it with a name so you know what you're doing then you'll know exactly what you're going to be doing, right? When you rock up and it's that time during the week. So there's no need to second guess yourself or spend half an hour deciding what to do and as a result get stuck, you know, in the black hole of the internet. Have you been there? (laughs) The habits set the agenda and ring fences the time up front in advance, that pocket of time that you identify and ring fence for your transition, you match it with a habit and name it so you know exactly what you're going to be doing. And it's so much easier. It is just a matter of forward thinking and forward commitment. Habits really are this magical career change ingredients because you keep doing it over and over again until you get the result that you want. These things are so important because literally when people come to me, especially with private clients, it's, and also inside of my online programs, it's, it's one of the things we look at, you know, where are you not consistent and where can you get consistent? So you can insert habits in a weekly, daily, monthly basis. So you can keep doing those few very concrete things that put together will make your career transition a reality. So really habits, the way I want you to think about it is that habits 
all it means is that you decide ahead of time what matters most and then commit to it. So habits and commitments go so well together. You're committed. And the way to reinforce that commitment on a daily, weekly, monthly basis is with the help of a habit. Now, we'll say habits are this massive area that's becoming increasingly popular. And I could spend the next 100 hours or 100 episodes geeking out about, you know, the terms of psychology and science behind it. But I just want you to get started with habits in this episode because I tend to try and I tend to attract the kind of clientele who tends to want to overthink everything and read tons of book about it instead of actually start applying something. So <laughs> let's just have a really quick whistle-stop tour of how you can start applying this. And then there, there are certain areas you want me to go deeper with, with habits, then just let me know over at thecareerchangepodcast.com what other things you want me to go deeper with when it comes to habits. But for now, let's just look at how we can get really, really practical so you can apply some of this straight away. Because this is how it applies to your life. Let's say I meet you on a Sunday night and I ask you to show me your calendar, as in what specific time slots do you already have booked for next week, for your career change or for that business? And also what specifically is going to be the focus for those individual time slots? If I were to ask you about this right now, what have you already got planned? Have you got anything specific that you're focusing on right now? Because here's the deal, unless you're consistent and insert specific habits and focus like that into your existing life, then how can your career transition ever happen, right? That is why you keep getting into the start, stop, start, stop loop. So what we want to do instead, we want to take habits and we want to insert them into your life to start creating more of what you want and less of what you don't want. So let's take a real life example. Let's say that you're someone who's decided that you want to, you want to start your own business. Let's say an online business where you advise people on a certain subject, but you also have a full-time job. So you kind of need to start test driving that business on the side and getting it off the ground, which is how most of my clients do it. That's absolutely possible. You can absolutely start it whether you're in a full-time job or not. So what I would expect to see, in your, so this is someone who potentially is a little bit further ahead. They've already figured out what they want. Now it's about how to make it happen. So what I would expect, to, this is an example, to see in someone like that's calendar, I would expect to see, let's say, Tuesday, 6 a.m. and Thursday, 7 p.m. There's like an asset creation habit where you work on creating that online program or that personal program. So you actually have something you can start offering and test driving to see whether it even sells and whether you're even going to like doing it. So that's two slots of a habit called asset creation habit. Or you can call it whatever you want, but it sort of the name will indicate what it is you're spending that time doing. And then maybe you want to start with 45 minutes, 25 minutes. What matters more than the duration of how long you spend is the consistency. So it's always better to do 25 minutes than nothing and then build up to 45 to 90 minutes. And then let's say Saturday, I would expect to see, let's say, 9 a.m. and marketing habits where you start teaching yourself about Instagram ads, where you start reaching out to people to be in their podcast, where you start reaching out to clients, contact corporate contacts, that kind of thing. Not just faffing about on Instagram, putting off pretty pictures. That's not what we're talking about, where you actually get real serious about how to start selling this thing. So that'll be three, uh, sorry, two very concrete habits. So one is the asset creation habit. And then the other one is the marketing habit. It could be anything. That's just an example of how some of my clients, they, they fit it into their life. And then when you have something, so you have a consistent time slot and you have a routine name in your calendar and you do that week by week 
depending on where the problem is or the result that you want, you create the habit and you name it. So you know, by this time you get to that day, that's what you're going to do. So what we're doing here is we've got a very specific time slot, i.e. every Tuesday morning, every Thursday night, every Saturday morning, or whenever it works for you in terms of when you're most fresh or when you're most likely to get it done. A lot of my clients are morning people, so often we'll stack it early in the morning. That depends on you, your circumstances. But it means that when it gets to Tuesday 6 a.m. or Thursday 7 p.m. or whenever it is, you don't rock up and go, mm, what am I going to be working on today? And then you, you waste the majority of the time. No, because the habit has a name, let's say asset creation or mark, asset creation habit, marketing habit or research habit or figure out what I want habit, whatever it is. So you know exactly what it is you're going to be doing when you get to that stage. You're, and also you're not going to have to worry about whether you feel like it or not. You just know it's Tuesday. So it's your asset creation habit. So you get your butt on seat and you start creating that program that you want to start offering. Come Saturday, you'll get yourself into the mindset of marketing and selling. You know it's coming, right? Habits are super flexible. And also what they're really great for is for those of you who might be early on the process and still don't know what you want, it can actually be really difficult to set goals. So instead, use habits to problem solve. A lot of clients early on will have this thing around, you know, figure out my what habit. So what is it, the career or the business I want habit? It could even be something like that. It'll probably be like that for a lot of you listening. So over to you. What do you need to figure out over the next month or over the next three months? What is one of the most important things you want to nail down? You know, maybe it's deciding what career you want or deciding how much of a change you want or deciding what kind of business you want. Or maybe it's figuring out that, you know, that business you decided you want, how do you market it? How do you research it? How do you sell it? This, and literally, if you don't know what it is you want to do next, then literally just call it, figure out what I want habit. I have a program, Your Career Change Map, that is literally designed to help you figure out how much of a change you need and then how to design that career or that business. Well, literally over those 12 weeks, you get an email every Monday. So you know exactly what to focus on that week. If you're interested in that, come over to the careerchangepodcast.com. But that's a classic example if you actually want to get into that level of details. But just think about for yourself, what habits or routines do you need to insert into your calendar up front? And like I say, I would expect to see things at least two to three times a week if you want to make real progress. And if you only just get this started, even something like just 25 minutes a week is helpful too. And then work up to those three, four times a week. What matters is that you get started and what matters is consistency. So I'd rather see a weekly small slot instead of that monthly monster session because we want to keep you warmed up. If your career transition does not show up at least on a weekly basis, what are you doing? Right? No wonder you're not feeling motivated. Does that make sense? Consistency really, really is key. And also name your routine. How can you name them? You know, as time goes on, you want to make sure they reflect what you're going to be doing during those time, right? So that might change from week to week to month to month, but name it literally like what is it you're doing or what is the outcome that you want? That's what a lot of people, they miss with habits. They're like, oh, I'm going to do a morning routine. And then, yeah, but what am I going to do? What exactly are you going to be doing then? You know, name it so you know it. Name it, claim it. What's so magical about routines and consistency is that you insert them into your calendar, so you can slowly create more of what you really want and slowly thereby get rid of what you no longer want. Just imagine for a moment with me, if for the next just one month or three months you were to stick to a schedule like this, 
how much more clarity and focused you would have, right? So now you know, you don't need motivation, you need consistency and you need habits. And if you apply these two strategies and you implement them consistently, then what will happen is you will make your career change and your transition inevitable, right? So here's really what it comes down to. Are you willing to give your career transition the attention it deserves consistently to stop the sporadic efforts and instead use habits and consistency to get momentum and to get results? So just start with picking one habit, pick a slot and name it, and then add on as you build. Now, this is definitely one of those episodes you want to re-listen to with a pen in hand so you can get as much value as possible. And then, most importantly, to take action, right? I'll see you over at thecareerchangepodcast.com. Remember, if you're feeling that you would really like something concrete for helping you figure out what it is actually that you want, then I do have a program for that. So come on over to the Career Change Podcast and ask about uh, your career change map. Now, The antidote to the start-stop loop is consistency, and the tool is habits. Habits are literally the equivalent of deciding what you want to spend your time figuring out or creating up front, and then inserting it into your life enough times to get a result. Why would you not want to use a tool like that, right? So get cracking. I'm sending you a big hug. See you over at thecareerchangepodcast.com. Thank you.